We shall fight with growing confidence and growing strength in the air. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight on the landing grounds. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall never surrender until in God's good time, the new world with all its power and might steps forth to the rescue and the liberation of people. In times of universal deceit, truth is the only rebellion left. Terry McAuliffe, the Democratic candidate for the governor's office for the state of Virginia, actually said in a debate that parents have no business getting involved in their kids' education and that you can go pound sand when it comes to critiquing curriculum and what your kids are taught. And in the meantime, the National School Board Association sends President Biden a letter asking him to get the FBI involved if you disagree. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion. Welcome to today's rebellion. Just when you thought things couldn't get worse, couldn't get more bizarre in your local public schools, in your local school systems, just when you thought the arrogance of the oligarchs, the arrogance of the elites, the hubris of those who think they have the right to tell you how to raise your children and to take that authority away from you and basically hide from you the things that they're inculcating into your kids, the propaganda that they're feeding your children, the way they're tearing down your traditional values and replacing those traditions, that orthodoxy, that conservative common sense with their critical theory and their propaganda, their neo-Marxist ideology. Just when you thought it couldn't get worse, Terry McAuliffe actually says in the gubernatorial debate this week, that you can go pound sand. It doesn't matter what you think as a parent. In fact, you have no business. You have no business expressing your opinion with regard to your local school's curriculum. That they should decide what your kids are taught and not taught. That they should decide what's good for your children and not good for your children. That they should s decide what morality they should be taught and what morals should be mocked and maligned. They will decide. You should have nothing to do with it. And in the meantime, at the same time, the National School Board Association, which is as left-wing as they can get, sends President Biden a letter and actually asks him, demands of him, that he get the Federal Bureau of Investigation involved in stopping you if you disagree. I'm going to read portions of that letter to you today on the show, and I'm going to share with you a Washington Examiner editorial with regard to this Terry McAuliffe story. It's stunning. You need to listen to this because they are doubling down on their determination to silence you if you object to what they're doing with your own children. We're not talking about your rights, how they're taking your personal rights away. We're talking about how they're going after your own kids. And they're not only taking your right away, 
in terms of how you're going to raise them, discipline them, teach them, and inculcate in them your values, your virtues. And if you believe in a biblical worldview that stands antithetical to the state propaganda, you will be silenced, you will be maligned, and you will be told by the governor of the state of Virginia that you have no business even objecting. And then nationwide, if Joe Biden takes the bait, which he probably will, they'll get the FBI involved. If they decide that you were too oh, aggressive or that you were too pointed or you were offensive or you were hateful or you were involved in using misinformation when you came before the school board and said, wait a second, I don't like what you're teaching our kids. The FBI could be waiting at your front door by the time you get home from that meeting. This is not an exaggeration. I'm going to prove it to you after we take a break. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion, and I will be right back in a couple minutes. People often have challenging questions about Christianity that deserve a thoughtful, respectful, and gentle response, including how can an all-loving, all-powerful God allow so much suffering? Does science disprove Christianity? Did Jesus really rise from the dead? Why did Jesus have to die on a cross? And is Jesus the only way to God? For answers to questions like these, there's the Oklahoma Apologetics Alliance. For more information, see them online at oklahomaapologetics.com. In 1978, George and Kate Tedford set out to protect Oklahoma businesses better. Today, their son and our CEO, Mark Tedford, is excited to carry on his family's legacy. Professional liability, compliance, property, workers' comp, health and life. Tedford Insurance's dedicated team gives you access to the nation's largest insurance providers, negotiates the best rates, and protects their own legacy like no one else. Call 918-299-2345 or tedfordinsurance.com. The Patriot Auto Group, locally owned and operated. The Patriot family of dealerships takes great pride in supporting the communities we serve throughout the great state of Oklahoma. The Patriot Auto Group's charitable work has been recognized throughout Oklahoma. Whether it's visiting one of our local dealerships or simply shopping and buying online with our doorstep delivery, the Patriot Auto Group takes the stress out of buying a new or used vehicle. And every purchase comes with our exclusive peace of mind, Patriot Pledge. You get engines for life, plus one-year maintenance and 10 full years of roadside assistance, plus so much more. Sure, we can sell you a car, but supporting our community and lending a hand to our neighbors in need? Sold. The Patriot Auto Group. Proud Oklahomans in the communities we serve. So welcome back to The Rebellion. I would be remiss, I haven't reminded you for several episodes now, several shows now, that if you'd like to subscribe to The Rebellion, I would welcome that. By the way, it, it appears that we're going to hit nearly 43,000, maybe 45,000 engagements in the podcast version of The Rebellion. I remind you that this is aired two different ways. It's a live program on KOKL Radio in Okmulgee, Oklahoma, every Monday through Friday morning at 7.30 a.m. Central Time. On KOKL Radio, you can listen to it on your radio on, uh, as you're driving to work, or you can listen to it online 
Um, or you can go to the podcast version, which you just go to my website, drherbertpiper.com, and you can click on the button that says podcast, and you see all the back issues of the rebellion there. All 326 of those back issues are cataloged there. Also, if you'd like to subscribe, I welcome that. Uh, that helps pay for the time we put into producing this show and doing the research necessary, hopefully, to give you something worth listening to. It takes some time. I try to do a little bit of homework, hopefully, to give you something to think about and to maybe put an extra arrow or two in your quiver as you engage culture for the good of your kids, um, at least for the good of your kids uh, with regard to this show. I would argue almost everything we talk about on this show is for the good of your kids because you and I will be dead and gone in oh, a few years, okay? All of us. We'll move on in 10, 20, 30, 40 years. And who is left? It's our children, our progeny, our kids, and our grandkids. Those are the ones we're fighting for. It's those freedoms that we want to pass on to them that are probably the most important ideas, the most important things relevant to this show. So if you'd like to subscribe to The Rebellion, you can do so by going to patreon.com backslash Dr. Everett Piper. That's patreon.com backslash D-R-E-V-E-R-E-T-T-P-I-P-E-R. Let's get back to the show. All right. Um, the Washington Examiner editorial is excellent. It uh, was dated September 30th, 2021. Again, Washington Examiner. It's actually the editorial that's written by the editorial staff. So this is the newspaper's editorial for that day, September 30th, 2021. The headline is, Yes, Virginia Parents Should Tell Schools What to Teach. So essentially, the editorial staff of the Washington Examiner disagrees with Terry McAuliffe, the man who wants to be governor of the state of Virginia. And he's running against Republican candidate Glenn Youngkin, as you know. Well, in a debate between the two candidates, McAuliffe and Youngkin, um, the examiner summarizes it very well. They say that rarely are the differences between two candidates for public office perfectly crystallized in a single minute of debate. But such a minute did transpire in this recent gubernatorial debate between these two gentlemen, McAuliffe and Youngkin. The article goes further. It says this, asked about the Virginia Department of Education policy that allows anyone to use whatever restroom he or she wants to use, regardless of their biological sex, Yunkin said this, What we've seen over the course of this last 20 months is our school system refusing to engage with parents. In fact, in Fairfax County this past week, we watched parents get upset because... There was such sexually explicit material in the library that they had never seen before, and it was shocking, said Yunkin. And then he went further, and he said, And in fact, you, Mr. McAuliffe, vetoed the bill that would have informed parents that that material was there, that sexually explicit material was there in that library. You believe school systems should tell children what to do. I believe parents Parents should be in charge of their kids' education, close quote. Makes sense, doesn't it? He's basically saying parents should have the right to tell the school system to get this pornography out of the library. They don't want their kids taught this. Like I've said before, just teach our kids how to count. 
Teach them that 2 plus 2 is 4. Teach them about the basics of biology, that a female is a fact, not a fantasy. Teach them about genetics and DNA. Teach them about the Constitution. Maybe teach them that it's a good thing and not a product of white privilege that needs to be deconstructed and discarded in favor of some neo-Marxist construct of a new utopian ideology that might be better than our constitutional republic? Teach them stuff like that. Teach them how to evaluate critical theory as being negative. Teach them what's wrong with it rather than brainwashing them that it can't be questioned. You know, things like that. Things like that. That might be a good idea for our schools to attend to. Those might be good ideas for our schools to attend to. Well, in response to Youngkin's concerns about kind of telling parents to go pound sand, McAuliffe actually said this, I'm not going to let parents come into schools and take books out and make their own decisions. I don't think parents should be telling schools what they should teach. Close quote. He actually said that. You see that? That is a glaring difference between the two candidates. It's emblematic of the glaring difference between two parties. The glaring difference between two worldviews. This is a major issue, people. This debate between McAuliffe and Yunkin shines a spotlight on this division in our culture. Who's going to be responsible for teaching your kids what's right and what's wrong? You or some bureaucrat or some 25-year-old snowflake that just graduated from Berkeley or Brown with blue hair and a nose ring that's going to teach your kid to say, I pledge allegiance to the rainbow flag while they mock and malign the United States of America and its flag. What do you think should be happening in your schools? And by the way, who pays for that? You do. It's your money, your tax dollars that fund those teachers and that curriculum. And McAuliffe is telling you, you have no business being involved. And by the way, By the way, I want to point this out. I want to point this out. In Fairfax County, in Virginia, the school board has spent $20,000 on a training session with the author, Ibrahim X. Kendi, one of the critical race theory heroes who's making a fortune right now peddling his wares. And what did Kendi teach the school board? on how Fairfax educators can be anti-racist, which if you know anything about critical race theory, anti-racist language, rather than I'm not a racist, you need to be an anti-racist, and that's critical theory par excellence. And Kendi knows that, and so does anybody else who's been paying attention to CRT. Kendi also said in this workshop, the only remedy to past discrimination is present discrimination. The only remedy to present discrimination is future discrimination. Close quote. That's what Kendi has said, and that's what he has written. But you parents don't have any business getting involved in this discussion. Well, in the meantime, and I need to go quickly on this, on September 29th, the National School Boards Association, the NSBA, National School Boards Association, sent President Joe Biden a letter. It's lengthy. I don't have time to get into the whole thing. 
I'm going to skip across and hit some of the high points here. They open up by saying this, Dear Mr. President, America's public schools and its educational leaders are under an immediate threat. The National School Boards Association respectfully asks for federal law enforcement and other assistance to deal with the growing number of threats of violence and acts of intimidation occurring across the nation. Local school board members want to hear from their communities on important issues, and we believe in the promotion of free speech. However, key phrase here, folks, however, there also must be safeguards in place to protect public schools and dedicated educational leaders as they do their jobs. Well, what's the threat here? What's the threat? Do you think school board members are under physical threat? Well, the NSBA is telling the president, who can't think his way out of a paper bag right now and will believe anything the left hands him, that you're being school board members, if you are one, you're being subjected to domestic terrorism. I'm not kidding. They use that language. Here's what they say. The NSBA believes immediate assistance is required to protect our students and our local school board members and educators who are susceptible to acts of violence affecting interstate commerce because of threats to their district and families and personal safety. As our school boards are preserving against the challenges that could impede this progress that we're making in a number of our communities against COVID and against racism, coupled with attacks against school board members and educators for approving policies for masking to protect the health and safety of our students and our school employees, many public school officials are now facing physical threats because of propaganda, propaganda purporting the false inclusion of critical race theory within the classroom instruction and curricula. This propaganda continues despite the fact that critical race theory is not taught in our public schools. Full stop. They actually said that. I'm not making this up. I'm not making this up. Let me go back. They're telling Joe Biden that if you don't think your kids should have to wear a mask. And all of the data out there says that young people are not under any great risk of suffering from COVID-19 unless they have a comorbidity. By and large, if you have a healthy child who is not suffering a comorbidity, he is not, and she is not, at great risk of suffering great illness as the result of contracting COVID-19. It's just a fact. So why in the world are they doubling down on this masking? It makes no sense. Kids don't need to wear masks because they're not under great risk in terms of getting greatly ill, severely ill from COVID-19. We know that. That's been true from the beginning. So if your kid has a comorbidity, keep him home. If she has diabetes, don't let her go to school. Homeschool. Ask the school system to give you some remedial education so that your kid doesn't have to be exposed to this. No, but these school board members... These leftists, these progressives, 
are saying that anybody who says what I just said and makes them feel uncomfortable is akin to a domestic terrorist and should be silenced. And they then go on in this letter and ask President Biden to get the FBI involved. They do that. They actually say that in this letter. They say that they need law enforcement officials in some jurisdictions to help monitoring the threat levels, to help monitor the threat levels. And then they say, as these threats, this implied violence has become more prevalent during public school board meetings, that they believe that the United States Postal Service should get involved in monitoring what you're writing. Did you hear that? What are they going to do? They're going to start opening your letters that you're sending to the school board? Isn't that illegal? Is this a Soviet state? Is this Red China? Is this North Korea? Have we already become Venezuela? That they're going to start opening your mail? They're asking the president to involve the United States Postal Service. And then they go on and they talk about federal law enforcement agencies, state and local law enforcement, to work with local public school officials to combat these threats of those that are fighting against critical race theory and the overreach of the oligarchs during this COVID pandemic. They say that they want the National Security Branch of Counterterrorism to get involved, the Counterterrorism Division. Then they want the Patriot Act and the Matthew Shepard Hate Crimes Prevention Act and the Conspiracy Against Rights Statute combined with an executive order from the president to all be combined to use as enforceable and applicable federal law against who? Parents. Parents who are merely coming to these school board meetings and saying, we don't like what you're teaching our kids. They're calling you an extremist hate organization that's taken right out of this letter, folks. They're saying that you are guilty of domestic terrorism. They repeatedly say in this letter, these threats against our school districts are impacting the delivery of educational services to our students. School board meetings, they say, have been disrupted in California and Florida and Georgia and other states such as Virginia and Texas. You know why they've been disrupted? Because... Angry mothers have gone to these school board meetings and read the pornography that's available to elementary age kids as well as middle school kids and high school kids. Pornography that gives descriptions of oral sex and anal sex. Pornography that describes rape, literal rape, and adult male sex with minors. This is in your public schools, in their libraries. And when an angry mom comes to a school board meeting and says she doesn't like it, she's been being labeled by the National School Board Association as being a racist, as being a hater, as being a domestic terrorist. And this nonsense about them denying 
that they actually teach critical race theory. They actually come out and say that they don't teach it. Did you, did you hear what I just said as I was starting the program? I read for you what they're doing in Fairfax, Virginia, in terms of bringing in Ibrahim X. Kendi to teach what? Critical race theory, anti-racism, white privilege, and that the only remedy to past discrimination is present discrimination. The only remedy to present discrimination is future discrimination, close quote. And then they turn around and send President Biden a letter saying they don't teach critical race theory and that it's propaganda from the right to suggest otherwise? Either these people are incredibly stupid and addled in their thinking, or they're just blatant liars. Maybe a combination of both. I don't know. But you're smart enough to recognize that CRT is being taught in your classrooms. Your kids are being force-fed this nonsense on a daily basis. Where do you think the discussion about white privilege is coming from, if not from your schools? Where do you think the discussion of reverse discrimination and that the only way to solve past discrimination is present discrimination? Where do you think that's coming from? Why do you think your kids are on this bandwagon? Did they hear it from you? Probably not. Well, they heard it from somebody. They just didn't wake up one morning and come up with these ideas on their own. They got it from your schools. You know, this denial of our schools of our school administration, the school boards, school board members, and the teachers themselves, that somehow they're not responsible for the Matt Lowers and the Harvey Weinsteins of the world, that they didn't teach these guys to go act like that. You did too. You've been teaching them how to use a condom rather than to be men of character for the last 30, 40 years. Are you surprised that we've produced a generation of anchormen and Hollywood moguls that do exactly what you taught them to do? You taught them that sex was recreational. You taught them that it didn't matter what you do with any individual as long as they consent to you doing it. You taught them that it's immoral up until the point of consent, and then everything's moral as long as you can get somebody to consent to what you want to do. Talk about moral relativism. Five seconds ago, it was wrong, and now it's right just because I found somebody to consent to my libido? If that's the only standard we have for morality, it's no wonder we have a nation of deprived men. We've been teaching junior high boys, I repeat myself, more about how to use a condom than about the Ten Commandments, and now we're surprised that after teaching this lechery, we've got a nation of lechers. And the schools want to wash their hands of this? Where the heck do you think our kids are learning this stuff? About sexual nihilism? About the rainbow alphabet soup nonsense of subjective identity claims? About white privilege and how America was founded as an evil nation for whites? And that there's no such thing as a melting pot? And that everything about America is bad and it all needs to be dismantled, deconstructed. And then somehow out of the ashes of this chaos, we're going to build up a more virtuous society. 
If that isn't critical race theory, I don't know what is, and they're denying it. They're saying it in writing that they don't do this, and that is a lie. I'm going to repeat myself in the last minute of this show. Please, just teach our kids how to count. Please, just teach them how to write and communicate effectively. Please, just just teach them proper pronouns rather than preferred pronouns. Teach them that a female is a fact. Teach them that the Constitution is good. Teach them that America is virtuous. Not perfect, but virtuous. Teach them that freedom is a first thing, not safety. Teach them those things and we'd be happy and stop teaching them the rest of this garbage. But unfortunately, if I went to a school board and said this, they would have the FBI waiting for me when I got home. Literally, that's what they're asking Joe Biden to do. Literally. I told you yesterday that we're on the verge of a cultural revolution that smacks of the Red Guard and Mao's Little Red Book of the 1960s and early 70s in Red China. And this is just more evidence of the thought police coming in and not just shaming you and shunning you, but actually calling you a domestic terrorist, getting the FBI involved, and then jailing you. People, I'm not exaggerating. It's time for you to rise up and realize that in times of universal deceit, truth is the only rebellion left, and you are obligated to rebel with truth and confidence and courage. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion.